What's up, guys? It's Matt Awesome, and this is the fourth episode of Dead Inside Podcast. I hope everyone is having a great Easter. My Easter's been eh, all right, I guess, but yeah, we're just gonna dive straight into this episode today as I'm gonna be talking with one of my good friends goes by frog dog and hope you enjoy yo what is up what's up man shit just got off work and wanted to do a podcast today so it's great to have you on damien it's good I'm glad to finally be able to get on it. Hell yeah. What you been up to? How's your Easter been? Um, pretty boring. Kind of like the whole quarantine thing. Oh, man. Don't even get me fucking started on this coronavirus bullshit that I've been talking about just about every episode so far. Yeah. It's um, bullshit. Yeah. Have you seen the second episode where I talk about my true feelings about it yet or I haven't seen it yet I was going through after I was done with this one actually because I kind of forgot a little bit and then I was like wait a minute I gotta watch those yeah <laughs> it's all good though yeah yeah well shit I mean my podcast I mean I already told you but it's just shoot the breeze kind of thing you know we just talk about random shit or if there's anything you'd like to talk about, I mean, we can talk about, you know, so. I was yeah. wondering, what was your opinion on the WrestleMania, the two-day WrestleMania thing? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, so, WrestleMania was last week. Honestly, like, I did not watch the entire pay-per-view. I only watched, like, the matches I was, like, interested in. Oh, yeah, I do the same thing. From what I saw, I was really impressed. From what I saw, uh, the Boneyard match. I loved that. That was excellent, yeah. And for those that don't know, Undertaker is my all-time favorite wrestler. And I just feel like the match that he had, like, if if that was, like, his last match, man, I'd be fine with that, you know. I, I was really happy to see him as the the ba- American Badass Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've been wanting to see him ride that bike again. And, man, I was like, man, he ain't going to bring that back. But I didn't think so either. He came in with that Metallica music, though. Yeah, that Metallica song's really grown on me. Like, that just fits him. What song was that? I think it's called Now That We're Dead or something like that. But, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, I thought Braun destroying Goldberg was pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just funny. I kind of uh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of glad they gave the belt to Strowman. He really needed yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I forgot Let's... that Goldberg had the belt. He should have never had the belt, though. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what the. I don't know what they were thinking. Like they should have never even had him in 
the fiend to begin with but yeah i don't know like honestly like i was not expecting much from wrestlemania because you know it didn't have a crowd but i mean for what they were able to do without a crowd i mean it wasn't honestly like it wasn't a bad show from what i saw um i will say one match that really needed a crowd was edge and randy orton that match went on 10 to 15 minutes too long yeah both guys like are great wrestlers and have a great match but it it just felt boring at times because they kept doing the same moves and what also really hurt it was the commentators for whatever reason sounded bored throughout the whole match which i mean I can understand, you know, given what we saw, but it was like, man, we could have had some better commentators for that match because they just were not into that match. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like that was one match they should have waited till they were able to have fans and in the crowd again. That's how I felt about the whole WrestleMania because it was just weird watching like that what's supposed to be that big of a show with nothing. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. kind of like, okay, this is weird. And the, another great match that I thought of was the Bray Wyatt, the fiend versus John Cena. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I don't know if I could really call it a match, but I mean, I really enjoyed that. Like, I wish I saw that while I was high, you know, but I mean, I thought that was really cool. What they did yeah. with that. The whole like NWO Cena and all that stuff. Yeah. That yeah, was... it kind of teased a little bit if that was Cena's last match, which I mean, he's pretty much he's pretty much like the rock now. But yeah. Other he... than that, um, I didn't really watch anything else. Oh yeah, I saw Drew McIntyre beat Rock. I thought <laughs> about time, hopefully. They keep the champions the way, the way they are. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. I'm really happy with Drew McIntyre winning, though, because I've wanted McIntyre to have that title ever since he went to NXT. Oh, yeah. I've always totally. been a fan of him. Totally. But, yeah, from what I saw, I mean, WrestleMania was better than what I expected, at least the matches I saw. I didn't see the ladder match, but I heard that ladder match was tremendous from what I heard. <laughs> Uh, it was like uh, John Morrison, Kofi Kingston, and one of the Usos. Yeah, I watched like, that. That match was really good. Yeah. Kind of figured it would be, but, yeah. man, it's just, I don't know, it's just weird without a crowd. But It makes sports in general really hard to watch when there's no crowd. Yeah. Like, they really need to, like, get rid of this <laughs> shutdown. Yeah, you know? It's way too overhyped, and it's just like, right. It makes no sense. And I'm glad I got <laughs> more people backing me up on it. Like, the numbers of deaths are pretty skewed and inaccurate, in my opinion. Yeah. That that's exactly what me and my dad were talking about earlier. Because like, I feel and, like they're just doing it for like for crime rates. And then, like, uh-huh. constitutional things, like, trying to smash on that stuff. 
not only that, you know, elections coming up and, you know, when election comes up, you know, they're doing all they can to make, you know, this politician and that politician look bad. And yeah, and you got to think with the numbers, like in, ten, like in the state of Tennessee, you got like 7 million people living in the state of Tennessee and you have like 5,000 cases of it in Tennessee. Like that may be like a small or that may sound like, like 5,000 may sound like a big number, but like compare it to like 7 million, like that's pretty small. And like the recovery rate is like, you know, 97%. Like, come on now. (laughs) That's exactly what I was about to say. I was like, plus with the survival rate for it, it's kind of like, there's no point of making it this big of a deal. Yeah, the only thing it has against anything else is the contamination, the ability to get it, but that's it. Yeah, and honestly, it mainly affects people that are at an older age or they have a weak immune system. Yeah. And honestly, the only people that I would, you know, see getting, like, would be concerned about it is people working in hospitals yeah, you know, people that have kids because you never know when kids go to school. Like you don't see your kids at school, you know. Yeah, you don't know sure. what they're doing, you know what who they're touching and whatnot. Like, but I don't know. I just feel like it's a bunch of bullshit. And I mean, it's not even close to the Black Plague. So I mean, right. <laughs> I don't know what it's not that big of a deal. It's just kind of like the flu. Yeah, but the regular flu is more deadlier. Yeah, and I think I'm more scared of that than I am really the corona because I feel like I could. Right. There's a whole chance of death. Yeah. Hell, more people die from drugs. Yeah. Every day. And car accidents. Yeah. Well, maybe not car accidents now because people aren't really driving on the road right now. But <laughs> yeah, right now. But, but like, but yeah, back that like back before all this happened. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's just ridiculous. You know, I'm not able to make enough money like I want to right now. I mean, I'm getting money back from doing my taxes. But I mean, shit, thanks to all of this, like my parents got fired. And I got fired. Damn. Yeah, that's rough. Like, some of my friends, you know, they had to file for unemployment. And, you know, know, I I mean, even though I'm working like four hours a week, it seems like, you know, at least, you know, I sort of have to. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully with this podcast, it can, you know, boom up and make a career out of it. Maybe. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it would be Maybe something. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have to worry about really anything. Yeah. Get paid. It's really like gigs and stuff are getting closed and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I can't be doing any story shows for a while, which really sucks, which is one reason why I did this podcast is so I can tell stories of mine in future episodes, like give full details because usually – my stories I do at shows, they, they're 
they can't go no more than 10 minutes. And on a podcast, I can tell the whole story yeah, of it and give more details. But, yeah. Uh, I, kinda, I, I would, like, like, promote my stuff for, like, my music stuff. But, like, a bunch of stuff went down and I no longer am in a band. And... I just kind of like I still play my bass, of course, but it's oh, kind of yeah. hard when you know I don't have anybody else to play music with, so it's very difficult. And where I live in, you know, Kentucky now, it's a yeah. lot harder. When I lived Man, in Tennessee, if... I could have played with, like, I could go with you and play with you and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. like I wish you would meet my buddy. He goes by uh, Scumbag Six One Five. Oh nice. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, he's a he can play just about everything but i believe he i mean i actually think he did get a bass not too long ago but yeah he would definitely love like i think you and him would get along and you know make some badass music yeah didn't you uh, yeah didn't you uh say the other day you were working on like music yeah i'm working on some solo stuff until I find somebody, you know, more like members and stuff, but I'm working on like an instrumental type stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. If you ever get like a song out, you know, you can always promote it on here, you know, and I'll be sure to promote it in future episodes. If I'm talking about music, but yeah. Has, uh, you been writing any music lately? Uh, I was writing, uh, this track or not this track this this song (laughs) uh yeah yeah i haven't wrote a this song in so long but uh so last week it was my birthday and i had a pretty shitty birthday not gonna lie i guess i'll tell you what happened on my birthday so april 1st because of the shutdown, I wasn't able to do much anyway. You know, all the parks are shut down. You know, can't go out to eat, get drinks, anything. You know, some of my friends, they were working and, you know, it's all good. They work. And then you got friends that are afraid to be around anyone. So it's like, all right, I ain't really doing shit. So yeah. I accepted that. But that's not what really set me off, even though that really sucked. So I wake up and I get a bunch of texts saying happy birthday all over Facebook, all over my messages, all over Snapchat, all over Instagram. Well, I get on Instagram. There's like this uh, account that wished me happy birthday. And I didn't know who this person was. I didn't even know if this person was following me or what. So I go on their page and, you know, I don't see any, I see nothing but dog pics. Well, yeah. So it's like, I don't know who this is, but I was like, thanks for saying happy birthday. Do I know who you are? Turns out it's my first girlfriend. That's interesting. Oh, God, I cannot stand her because, like, it's been five years since 
we have not seen each other. Like, I wanted to move on from her so bad during high school, but I couldn't because we went to the same school. She saw me every day. She would stalk, you know, my Facebook page and make multiple accounts, even though I could tell it was her. (laughs) That's kind of weird, though. Yeah, but after high school, you know, I managed to get away from her a little bit. And then two years go by, she wanted to be my friend. And, you know, I gave her another fucking chance. Not to be with her, but, you know, just to be friends, see how it works out. And it was going good until six months later, you know, she wanted my opinion on something. And, you know, I was being perfectly blunt with her and she got all offended about it. And that's a lot of people are, though. Yeah. And, you know, she told her family and, you know, her old (laughs) sister was tell me, don't you fucking talk to my sister again? I'm like, well, I didn't want to talk to her in the first place. You know, maybe you should tell her to stop, you know, wanting to be my friend all the fucking time, but... Yeah. So... That's crazy. Yeah, so, ever since then, I've completely blocked her, but she happened to be... Like, she happened to make that dog account (laughs) on Instagram and message me fucking happy birthday. And that she wants to be my friend. Like, if you wish me happy birthday, that's all well and good. But if you're someone that I don't want to talk to, I don't want to fucking hear you say happy birthday to me. You know? Especially after all that. Yeah. You know, you're an ex for a reason. And, you know, and out of everyone I've ever met in my life, I gave her (laughs) way too many chances. I hardly give out a second chance these days, but she had, yeah, she had like a hundred fucking chances and she fucked up every single time and just got to the point where after high school, all right, you ain't talking to me no more. I don't want to fucking see you. And this bitch is all the way in Texas now. She was in California. Yeah, she was. She was in California, then she moved to Texas not too long ago from what she was telling me. But it's like, we have not dated in like eight years. And we have not seen each other in like five. Like, what is it about me that you miss? Like, why do I matter this much to you when you don't matter to me at all? You know, like, why do you still want to be my friend? Like, I really don't get it. Your whole family, you know, hates me. <laughs> like, like, I really don't like you one bit. Like, why do you want to be my friend when me and you are just going to fucking butt heads again and yeah. argue? Like, it's just going to keep happening. Yeah, so it was like I woke up to that on my birthday. So I'm pretty fucking pissed off. I ain't really got anyone to hang out with until my friend Cody, he got off work and hung out with him for a little bit before he had to go do something. And then I had this other dude who, like, I'm not really, I mean, me and him are cool. You know, we're friends, but it's not like, you know, like close. He invited me over. You know, which was cool, you know, of him to do. He didn't have to do it, but he did and, you know, got high and was drinking. So 
as the day got on, it got better, but man, it just sucked given the current circumstances and, you know, that bitch having to contact me, but yeah. So that's the song I'm writing about, just a diss on her. I'm like halfway done with it. I bet it's I bet it's gonna be really good when you're finished. <laughs> Usually you make you're able to write some really good music. I know, and I feel like I write better disses than I do with regular songs, in my opinion, just cause like I don't know, when it comes to disses, like I just have so much animosity towards that someone and I just rip them to shreds like there's no tomorrow like I'm rem- remorseless when it comes to disses but that's a good thing though I know most of them they deserve it 100% yeah totally but yeah man but yeah other than that I haven't really been writing much music I want to get back into writing more music definitely it's just hard right now when, you know, I can't go over to, I mean, I can, but it's like, you know, like, I mean, it's hard to like get out now. Cause I mean, I can go out to the grocery store and be fine. But like, if I go to a friend's house, you know, there'll be like a cop, you know, lurking around and he'll see me getting out of my friend's house and, you know, he could follow me and, you know, pull me over because I'm not going anywhere essential. But I mean, is that really how bad it is down there? I mean, I hung out with uh, one of my best friends the other day, you know, just hanging out. Got once we were done hanging out, I left and there was like this cop that came out of nowhere and he was following me. Didn't have his lights on or anything, but he just kept following me and following me. You know, eventually he went the other way, but it was like, <laughs> Jesus, like. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Here, they don't really, they don't really care. Yeah. They just kind of, well, the mayor told us to close schools. We're going to close schools. Yeah. And that's about it. Man, I'm glad I'm not in school right now. Like, oh man, I can't imagine being in school right now. I think when. You were in high school. We were doing wrestling, weren't we? Yeah. That For was a little bit. Yeah. I remember when you were a commentator. Yeah. That, like, honestly, that was, like, the best things that came out of my teenage years. Because my high school experience was shit. Because of my fuck, because of the fucking bitch I just talked about. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, that fucking bitch, like, my God, I had a fucking terrible high school experience because of her ass. Yeah, I know that. Majority of it was her. There was, like, other things, but, I mean, she was the main reason. But, yeah, I mean, that was, that was some fun times, and shit. That was, I remember all those. Yeah, I was, that was like, not even that great at wrestling. I was just kind of like, I just want to do this for fun. Yeah, like I wasn't even that great at wrestling when I started like wrestling more. Like I wasn't really that great. Now I feel like I'd be a lot better. Like I know, oh, same. Like yeah. I know how to throw like a punch that looks real. You know, like look yeah. more real with my moves. But I just am a lot stronger now. 
Yeah. So it's a lot easier for me because of like football practice and where I did wrestling a little bit in my ninth grade year mm-hmm. and everything. So it's like I could do a lot better now. And plus another thing too was like it was so hard to like move around in that small ass ring and like I'm pretty fucking fast. Like I'm a fast yeah. mover. But like it was hard to move around in that ring because it was so small. So it was like I was so limited to doing like cool shit. You know, I felt like I did the same three moves every match, like but you know, it was that still arena garage. Yeah. But I mean it was, it, was, fun, it was fun though. Like I really had a lot of fun doing it like at that time. Now, like, you know, I've I've gotten older, you know. It's like I don't think I can, you know, do that again. Unless if I was like getting paid for it. But other than that, I just don't see myself, you know, doing uh, that were you there for the like one the year thing the yearly? Yeah, uh, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was. man, I hated that show. There was like two of them. There was two of them. Yeah, I think you're those, talking like, about the first one. I think were you? Uh, I think it was you and Bruce, right? I fought Chico to start off the show, and then I, like, injured my chest when I got suplexed, so mm-hmm. I had to, like, give up. And then I think I fought Bruce. And, like, oh, yeah, it was uh, Three Stages of Hell. Yeah, I was there for that. I was, like, commentating. and <laughs> Yeah. <that's> my- <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember that. I'm glad you brought that up. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Bruce and uh, Bailey, they had a match. And I was not only doing commentary, but I was, like, the cameraman also for that match. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I I watched it. I think so. And fucking, like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if the sun was so bright, but apparently, like, it stopped recording. (laughs) Like, as, like, it was getting, like, not near the end, but it was, like, getting close to the end. You know, like, it just stopped recording. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I think on because like I remember after that one year show, like I stopped showing up because uh I think Cody had left and him and uh Bailey and Bruce weren't like getting along, and I didn't really know Bailey or Bruce that yeah. well at that time, so I was like you know following Cody, I guess. So I can imagine, you know, Bailey was kind of pissed off at me. But, like, that was also around the time, you know, I was going through a phase and didn't want to talk to many people anyway because around that time I was still trying to figure out, you know, myself. But eventually I managed to, you know, find myself and be in a better place. In my life. That, that's how we became friends too was the wrestling stuff yeah man i'm glad you know we we're actually having this conversation because every time i've had a guest on here like i've only had like a couple guests like we'd be yeah. talking but we never discuss like how we met you know like <laughs> we just go straight to talk and not even tell 
the listeners how we met. But yeah, we met through doing backyard wrestling and you were like you were probably like 10 years old when I was like 15. Yeah, I think I was like 11, 12 maybe. Like that's fucking like crazy because like I've been so old because I'm 23 now. That's crazy to think about. I know. I don't we about like we've been friends for well, sort of like seven years, but it was like we didn't really like talk for yeah, we didn't a while. really like talk until I think it was like twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen, yeah. somewhere around. Well, I think then we become like actual friends when I came back to EW. I think so. I think, I think it, when you came back, yeah, because I think I like I know I like disappeared from the yeah a lot of things for like a year or so yeah which happens but yeah yeah, i think we were like uh friends on facebook because i added everyone that there because you know it's cool to be friends with at that time cool to add people that you know like wrestling and everyone was cool as shit there to me anyway so i added everyone and i think one day i think you just message me out of the blue and then we just started you know talking more and more but it's really easy to get along with people that basically have the same interests too right because like you were into the same music i was into which was yeah fucking cool and we still are it's just like yeah like i listen to a like a little bit heavier stuff but i still enjoy the stuff right avenge sevenfold and stuff like I enjoy Slipknot, but it's not like the same as it used to be. I gotcha. I think it's just like kind of like a phase change with music for me. Yeah, you know it's funny because uh, Bullet for my Valentine. Like I used to be a huge fan of those guys, but like their latest albums, like their more recent albums, like they just sound tr- utter trash in my opinion. But when they were at that Avenge Sevenfold show like oh my god they were playing you know shit that i liked from them yeah you know they weren't really playing any of their new stuff so it was like man this is awesome you know like they don't produce kick-ass music anymore but damn like they're still fucking awesome to see live true but yeah that's fucking dope like like, I don't know, like, it's dope that we have similar interests in that. I don't know, like, it's cool, because, like, with me, like, I'm older than you, obviously, but, like, I'm not really friends with a lot of people that are younger than me, because for yeah. some reason, I get along with people that are, like, older than me. I hang out with people that are older than me. I mean, I got friends that are my age, but, like, I don't hang out with them a lot. You know, a lot of my close yeah. friends now, they're, like, you know, in their 30s and 40s. But I don't know. Like, it's cool that I got, like, someone that's younger than me, but is actually, you know, doesn't get on my nerves. Yeah. I mean, we kind of, like, share the same, like, opinions on stuff. And right. All that. So it's kind of like, like, even though you're older than me, it's it's like I can still understand. Right. It's not like, you know, most people that are my age that are, like, children. Yeah. And, like, 
don't know. Like, it's just cool that I have, like, a younger friend that is, you know, like me in a sense. That makes sense. Like, I don't know. I just think that's cool because, like, I'm, like, the youngest out of my – out of majority of my friends, but uh, it feels – and it feels like with you, it's like, I don't know, you kind of remind me a lot like me <laughs> back then. Like, I don't know if you have a lot of friends that are older, but I just think that's kind of cool. Have a, yeah, I don't have a lot of friends in general. But like, oh, I got you. I don't blame you. Because I'm more, <laughs> I don't, I've, I don't trust people. Oh. Like, I total 100% trust, I can trust you. Oh, I, yeah. I know I can. Yeah, you're blunt and everything. So yeah, yeah, I don't. Which is great. Yeah, I don't bullshit whatsoever. You know, like a lot of shit I say offends people. It's like, all right, whatever. Like, get used. To That's it. same. Here. You know, I say like, a lot of stuff. Like, uh, like, like you that. want me to be brutally honest with you, or you want me to like sugarcoat and be fake, like pick one or the other, like. <laughs> That's just the way I see it. Yeah, I don't like two faced people though. Like for real. They're... Yeah. The ones that will lie instead of like tell people the truth, it's just dumb. Yeah. It's better to know the truth, anyways, even if it hurts. Yeah. I know that for a fact, and <laughs> man, yeah, I've yeah. man, I don't know if I really told you the. Man, this is like the story I've always been talking about. But like, you remember it was around two years ago, I think, or a year ago. Uh, Sierra James and Wayne Vaughn, remember them? I remember that. That's when I started actually re-talking to him, and you were texting me all like dumb stuff that was going on yeah yeah i remember that i cannot stand those two motherfuckers i used to be really good friends with uh wayne you see it's funny because uh when i first met him you know my first impression of him was like i don't know because like like, he didn't seem like a bad dude, but it was like, yeah, I just didn't see him as someone that I would be friends with, really. Yeah. And then as time went on, it was just, oh, my God, he's such a, like, he's such a pathetic piece of shit, you know, like. Yeah. But, like, honestly, like, Sierra, she's way worse. Like, she's the biggest fucking cunt I've met in my life. I've only, like, I never actually sat down and, like, talked to her, but, like, I've been in the same classroom as her, because I was there my ninth grade year, Wayne and her and his ex and all of them went to, they were seniors the year I came into high school. Yeah. And I was in the same class as, like, I think, like, Wayne and Uh them, and when I went over to the other class right next door, that's how... I met Sarah, and she would not shut up, and it was so annoying. Man. 
and she was just being like a huge cunt. Damn. Yeah, that that's the I think I only met her once, and that was that time. But I know who it was as soon as I seen the picture with uh, Wayne. I know, with the guitar and like it was like ridiculous being with them. And like I plan to tell. I mean, I told this like the ten minute version at Douglas Corner, like in February, which was awesome. But I plan on telling the yeah. full story about this, hopefully this week. But we'll see. It's gonna be an hour long, probably. Cause there's this, there's just so much details, but man, yeah. I just wanted to like, yeah, like I wanted to like tell you all that because like we were trying to be in a band, and like you were in Kentucky, yeah. like we wanted to like work with you, or at least I wanted to. That would have been that would have been great if I was able to, if we were all able to connect. But thing is, it would have not worked out. I mean, it would have worked with me and you, but with their oh, asses, sure. oh my god. It was like I, we would literally be at a fucking like hangout spot, and Wayne would be texting me, "She's not into me," even though he knew Sierra had a girlfriend, and she was yeah. happily taken with her girlfriend. He knew that, but he just wanted to get his way. And he ended up getting his way because he would threaten to kill himself, which I don't know. I feel like a lot of like, you know, it does seem like he does have like mental traumatic issues. But a lot of times when he was like saying he was going to kill himself, I felt like he was just trying to guilt trip her in a sense. Because I feel like he wouldn't really yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah. But how a lot of people are. yeah it was like you know just seeing that it's like dude you're fucking pathetic like like stop being yeah, goddamn man. pussy whipped <laughs> like that's just yeah. like you're fucking sad like this is why you don't have anybody as friends you know because you do stupid shit yeah. like that like you had an opportunity to do something with your life by going to the fucking military but you refuse to go there because, oh, if I go there, she's going to be with her girlfriend. Like, so fucking what? You're being fucking. That's her decision. Yeah, it's like you're being fucking second fiddle to begin with. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But then they got. I mean, no matter what, he's going to be second. Yeah, but then one night. He, I mean, he had this tattoo of her nickname on his arm. <laughs> and no bullshit. They were doing a live Facebook thing because they were not doing anything but sitting their ass at the house. And Sierra's girlfriend saw that. And so Sierra's girlfriend broke up with Sierra. And about a week later, or no, before that, after they got caught cheating, Wayne proposes to Sierra, right? Wow. Yep. And he's all, and he's, he like, he's head over heels for this. He's so excited telling me this. I'm just being all sarcastic through text. I'm like, oh, that's cool. 
so I asked Sierra, hey, Sierra, how does it feel to be engaged knowing that you can't even afford a wedding? She's like, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> I just started laughing my ass off. Like, <laughs> it's okay, I guess, being engaged. But then that's days later after that, even though Sierra's girlfriend was basically getting cheated on, her and Sierra get back together. I don't understand. I know. That. I don't like that, like that shit right cheated. there that I saw with my own eyes. Like, that is... Oh, my God. Like, I thought I hated my first girlfriend a lot, but damn, do I hate Sierra James more. <laughs> like, I hate her more than any ex I've been with. And that's bad. Like, that's bad. I hate you more than any girls that I've dated. Like, like yeah. that's... God, you're on my shit. Like... You're on my shit list for that, like. But yeah, but yeah, like I don't know, like I, it's weird because we were, because like I didn't know you knew them, but really, <clears throat> how'd you uh, find out that I knew them? I think, because uh, like when Wayne, it was Wayne's idea that we should be in a band. And so I was like, hey, I know a good bass player, which was you. Yeah. So I said, you know, your name. And they were like, oh, Wayne was like, oh, I know him. Like, oh, really? So I was like, oh, well, that's cool. But damn, like, I don't know. Like, I always wanted to tell you that story because, like, I don't know, because, like, you knew them. But, like, I don't know if you knew the kind of people they were, at least from what I saw, you know. I knew the kind of person Wayne was. I didn't know the kind of person the other the girl was. Like, I knew her. I just didn't know the kind of person she was. I've only saw her once. And off that experience, I really didn't want to see her again. Right. But, yeah. Man, you still talk to Wayne at all, or? Nope. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in like since all that stuff. Well, that's good because, yeah, God, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, like that was the most toxic environment I've ever been around. Like, I bet so because that that just sounds like one of the worst experiences to go through. It was like it really changed me as a person. Like, I thought I was bad, you know? Like, I thought I was a bad influence. I thought I was, you know, not a good person. But after seeing all that, like, they make me look like a freaking angel. Like, oh, my gosh. That was, I don't know, man. Like. I'm glad I cut ties with them. Like, I really am. That's really good that you did, because that could have led down really bad. Yeah, and I should have, like, not even bothered helping Sierra out, but I did. And, like, 
Yeah. You know, it could have dragged down because, like, when I was with them, I started drinking more and more often. I mean, I still drink, but not, like, excessively every day. Not, like, alcoholic type thing. Yeah. But it's just, man, if I continued being associated with them, oh, my God, that would have... Like, I don't know if I would be here right now talking to you. Like, it was getting that bad. I I would figure that a little Mm -hmm. bit, especially with seeing some of the stuff I saw on Wayne's, uh, like, story and stuff. And the things he's told me, it's kind of like, like, the first thing I thought of when he texted me something, I was just like, I'm really glad, like, Matt just kind of threw them away. Yeah. You were... I think you were the first person I thought of as soon as he texted me. I was just like, I'm glad this uh, Matt didn't go down this road. Yeah. With him. Because you got to think, I was helping their punk asses out. Yeah, I remember that. Sierra, like, they were pretty much homeless. You know, they were in that broken car that Sierra wrecked, didn't take care of. Because she's a fucking terrible driver. Goes fucking 90 miles per hour in a fucking 40. Yeah, and I was in the back seat. And, like, I have friends that are, like, you know, into race car and all that other shit. But, oh, my God, I thought I was going to fucking die, you know, riding with her. You know, like, she can't fucking drive. Because, like, you know, it was always me driving them around. But, you know, she's fucking, you know, reckless, you know, and she's a fucking, you know, she lives off other people. You know, she lives off her girlfriend and her girlfriend's mom. You know, she don't have a fucking job, I don't think. She never keeps a job longer than three weeks. That's that's so It is. And, you know, I was helping their asses out. And Sierra owed me money. And it took her six months to pay me back the $90 that she owed me. Jeez. All because, and she, and according to this other bitch, well, I don't know if I could really call her a bitch, but this weird bitch <laughs> um, that she was used to be friends with yeah. was saying that, you know, she had opportunities to get jobs. But she never did because her girlfriend was like, oh, don't work there. Like, I just want my goddamn money. <laughs> but you ain't, but it's taking you this long to pay me back. Like, what's the deal? What the hell's going on? But, yeah. So, yeah. If you have job opportunities, then you should. Take I know, them. but they just took forever to pay me back. And, but I got it back. And then, like yeah. the Steve Miller song, I took the money and ran from them. Like, I got that money. And now I was like, all right, I'm done with you motherfuckers. Like, yeah. like you're done. The only problem with me paying you back right now is because I live right, in Kentucky. Like, and, with and you don't even, like, it's only like 30 six dollars 
Yeah, and plus, like, my parents just got laid right. off, so it's hard to I can understand because, you know, you live in different state. Like, I got people that live in different states. You know, it's like I don't expect them to pay me back, you know, now. You know, like, if they're... I'll be able to. Yeah. It's just, like, it's going to be a little right. bit longer, especially with everything going on. It's a lot harder. Right, and I get that. But it was like, you know, with them, it was just... It, it just felt like I was getting bullshitted, like... Like, what the fuck? Like, you did a lot more than just, like, a single concert. It was, like, mm -hmm. I mean, like, weren't you letting them, like, basically kind of live with you and stuff like that? I mean, they weren't living with me, but, I mean, I helped them stay the night, you know, a couple nights. That's that's what I mean. I had to drive there to fucking Nashville when I didn't want to drive to Nashville. To Nashville? Yeah. They wanted me, like, there was like a, I don't know, there was like things they needed to go to in Nashville and I had to fucking take them there. Yep. That's yep. Did uh, a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Didn't really get the fucking respect that I deserved from them anyway. They were kind of just more toxic. Yeah, they thing. were fucking toxic. And yeah, I didn't know it was that bad. I knew it was bad. Oh, it was so fucking bad. And I remember you telling me the money thing because you were like, "I just want my goddamn money." And like, of... it's like. And you're telling me all about their job opportunities yeah, and stuff. Like, I was like, like Sierra, like we were literally hanging out, not doing a fucking thing. And like a place across from where we were, where we were hanging at, that said we're hiring. I'm like, hey Sierra, you need a job? Since we're not doing anything, why don't you apply here? You know, why are we not doing a fucking thing here? And I think we weren't doing anything because. You know, her and Wayne got in a fucking fight <laughs> or something, so it was quiet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it um, I can do that. I, like, if I'm an adult, like she's supposed to be an adult, I ha- I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Work. That's just who I am because I like to have money. Right. Because money leads to you being able to do stuff. Money basically runs the world. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. It helps a lot. And especially with me going, like, I might be going to a college in North Carolina, but of course I'll still visit, like, Tennessee and stuff. Hell like yeah. That, of course. Because that's still, like, that's still home yeah. to me. But I'm going to college so I can get a job as a game designer so I can make, like, PlayStations and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And good time games. Yeah. And I'll get paid, like, I think it's, like, 2400 or something like that. Nice. Yeah, it's like two week every two week or two weeks you get paid like two thousand four hundred or something like that, from what I was researching was, mm-hmm. and that's just like starting off. Yeah, so I can pretty much do whatever I feel as long as I'm able to keep everything in order. Right. And I just don't understand people like that that have to live with other people like. It's just fucking pathetic. 
you know, and that's why I just, you know, that's why I'm the person I am, you know, like, that's why I don't give out second chances anymore. Like, I don't even give a second chance, like, anymore. Well, I guess. But it depends on the circumstances, but, like, you know, something like that (laughs) with all the other shit I've, like, you know, been through. Like, I ain't got fucking time to be putting up with all that shit. Yeah. I mean, that's a waste of a piece of yeah. life. Because it's just, like, you don't have long to live. Nobody exactly. Nobody has long like, to live. Like, I could have gotten... So why waste it? Like, before I met them, I had a songwriting gig lined up before I met them. It didn't happen because of reasons, but I did that. Yeah, I had a songwriting gig lined up, and this was before I even met these fuckers. And even though I got removed without my consent, which was bullshit, I'll tell that story another time, but before I met them, I was getting somewhere. So when I got with them, that set me back, like all the yeah. way down. Like I could have, like I could have had gigs. Yeah, Already. like before, like before I started getting them. But then as soon as I got rid of them, no bullshit. A month later, I had my first story show. My first story yeah. show a month after I had cut ties with them. That says something right there. <laughs> like that says something. Yeah, they that that really is just <clears throat> dumb how it's like sometimes you meet those people and it's just like they try to drag you down with them. And it's not that they try, it's that they yeah. do. And you like, and you're doing something good to right. for them, but they're not trying to do anything for themselves or for you. It's just kind of like, okay, because like you could have already been doing yeah. gigs before you meet them, like, and gigs are fun. Like being in front of the people. Like at first, it might be nerve wracking for most. Like right. I would be right. nervous, but like, after a while, it's just like. It's wonderful. It's one of the best things in the world to be in. Exactly. And like, that's why I'm always looking forward to doing story shows because it's like, it just reminds me so much of how, man, like I'm doing this all because I got away from that toxicity. Yeah. But the good thing about toxicity at the same time, it's kind of like, even though it hurts you in a way, it also helps you when you get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, it does. And because, you know, if it wasn't for them, shit, I mean, hell, that is probably my best, like, that's probably the best story I'll ever have. Yeah. Like, that toxicity <laughs> bullshit that they dragged me in, like, that, like, because of that, like, I feel like I can make a movie off of that. 
Like I can make a movie off of that. Yeah. I mean, I can I can like try and get Lil Xan to play Sierra because that's what she looks like. Oh my god. She doesn't look like Lil Xan, and I didn't even know who Lil Xan was. But then when I saw a pic, I was like, oh my god, they look they look the same. But yeah, man, it's like I could make a movie about that, but yeah, it's just it's really crazy how like just about a year ago I was getting away from all that and a year later like here I am well, I would have had a story like I would have had story shows lined up this month, but because of current pandemic you know they ain't meant to be but i mean i was getting like i think february was it february yeah it was february i had three story shows in one month in one month i had three story shows and get this february that's the month that has the least amount of days in it You know, I kind of totally forgot about that. Yeah. That's the least days in a month. Yeah. It's like, that's, I know, that's it's like the fact that I had three story shows in the month of February, like. And it all got, like, taken away. I mean, I still did them, but I mean, like, oh, yeah, okay. it was just like, like, I would have had three this month, maybe, but. And then it would probably continue to grow, too. Yeah, it's eventually. like, and I think, too, because, like, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah. Like, the dude that does the coffee shop, like, the stories at the coffee shop, he was, like, going to start something during the summer with storytelling. Mm-hmm. And, like, he told me that I can be a part of it, so... I really wish I could, like, if I still lived in Tennessee, I would love to do that stuff. Oh, you would do. Like, that sounds like, I'd, I'd say you'd be great at it. Like, it's really, yeah, yeah. like, I, it's really fun. I mean, I feel like I'm, like, I know at first, like, the first one I did, like, I wasn't really, like, I mean, I was glad that I got to do it, but my first one, I was, like, not really not necessarily happy, but I was like, I could have done a lot better, but I was like super drunk. You know, I didn't really rehearse like I wanted to, but it's like, I think a lot, I think when it comes to like storytelling with me, it's like, if I'm in front of a crowd, I feel like I can excel telling a story that I'm like really passionate about. Cause like, We did. We used to do wrestling, and like you know, when we did wrestling, we would cut promos and shit. And I feel like with that, like even though we didn't have like a live crowd, it was like we were kind of talking to a crowd, you know, when we were doing promos and shit. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like that, you know, helps a lot 
with yeah that helped me a lot yeah too. that's why i think because like when i show like and then it's funny because i showed like a couple of co-workers you know some of my story story shows and they're like dude you should do comedy like i've never even thought of doing comedy but like you know i'm interested in you know trying out comedy even though i'll probably suck at it but i mean I don't know. My sense of humor is kind of like, I don't know. It's just the way I say certain things, make people laugh or I don't know the way I react yeah. or, you know, I, I have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> like comedy is all based on humor though. Cause like some people are really like pathetic with their humor and it's really <laughs> boring or it's really like, I'm a dark humor guy. I think dark humor is the, the best oh, way yeah. to go. But, like, some people are just, like, so offended by dark humor. Right. And it's annoying sometimes because I'm, like, beyond, like, dark humor because I enjoy yeah. stuff like that because I, I didn't live in that era. So what right. do I know? Depending on what I'm joking about. I know I joke yeah. about Corona, <laughs> like, 2014. Because I think it is a matter of joking, like I said yeah. in my story. I think it's a joke, but that's my right. opinion. And so it's kind of just like it's doing comedy is just based on people. Yeah, I know like audience too, like stuff. what kind of audience you're dealing with, with a lot yeah. of times. Because like I know at the coffee shop when I did the coffee shop the first time, like I didn't know, you know, what kind of people go to this one, so. I did my first one, and I don't know. Like, it kind of threw me off because, like, it's not as big as the other two I do. And when I was telling my story, like, the audience was filled with a bunch of elderly people. Like, there wasn't anyone my age, really. Everyone, yeah. with the exception of the host, was like, you know, 60 years old or older. So the story I was telling, like, they can't really relate to. So it was, like, really difficult. And, like, I was like, man, that fucking sucked. Because, like, just, like, you know, like, it threw me off, you know, talking to that kind of audience with the story I was telling. And, you know, I was like kind of fumbling my words a little bit, but you know, the second time I was like, okay, I know what kind of audience this is. And I know what story I can tell that they can, you know, get a kick out of, or maybe enjoy. But it's like, at the same time, they're that kind of audience. That's, I mean, they'll laugh at, other stories because it's people their age but with mine it's like they're kind of you know they're kind of like a Japanese wrestling crowd like they're silent but respectful you know what I mean like they're quiet like they listen to the story and so it's like I gotten used to that crowd whereas Douglas Corner I mean I know like the audience for the most part like some people recognize me by now (laughs) there 
but like I know what audience I'm doing with. So it's like, all right, I can just be myself. Which makes yeah. it easier. Yeah. Which is a lot easier. So I don't know, man. It's just like I think with storytelling, like I think you do good in it. Yeah, I could do like storytelling, but my problem is like I think that's for anybody, though. Like you said, like your first show you thought wasn't the best. I feel like that's pretty oh, much yeah. anybody because it's like your first time. Because, you know, your first time's not going to oh, be I know. the best. And if it is, then there's a... That's yeah. kind of weird. That's the best you can do. Right. It's like a band that just repeats the same gig over and over again and plays the same songs. That's yeah. boring. But, I mean... I mean, unless it's like a song like Corn, of course, they're going to play Blind because as their first song, because, you know, that was their first biggest hit. Right. So, of course, you're going to repeat that. But it's like you got to know what you're around. Yeah. And the difference between like going to a concert show and going to those type of shows is when you go to a concert show, you know where you're going to yeah. be around. Way. When you go to that show, it's kind of like, I hope I can be myself, basically. Yeah. And when it's older folks, it's a little harder. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. But, I mean, but still, like, I enjoy, like, it don't even matter the kind of crowd I'm, you know, performing in front of, because at the end of the day, I just care about getting my story out there and hopefully it like, you know, impacts people a certain way or I get a reaction that I want. And oh, like, yeah. oh, oh. I think that's just how, I think that's how anybody that does it should be instead of being needy and being like, people should hundred percent right. laugh at this or, you know, and it's funny because uh, I remember the second time I went to Douglas corner and this is one of my better stories that I told. And, like, the story I was telling was, you know, it's supposed to be a somber, sad story, but, you know, there were, like, it's in pieces of it that were making people laugh. And it, like, it kind of threw me off because I was like, man, this isn't really meant to be funny, but, you know, I'm digging it because, you know, the people are, you know, reacting to my story, you know, getting a kick out of it. So it's like, all right. So it's like I kind of learned to, you know, I learned from that. All right. I know how to, you know, tell my story in a way for this crowd to, you know, really enjoy my story. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Of course, it's good. You know, it's really bad when you go in there and it's kind of like, I really don't know what to do. And you can't get the reaction you want, and you try and you try, and it's just like yeah. you can't get it. But I mean, after a while, like when you your, the stories get better as time goes on, like because like oh, I yeah. feel like the stories I've been telling, you know, at like no matter the venue, like I feel like I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. And man, I cannot wait to like have another story show, which I'm hoping it'll be in June, maybe May. If shit opens back up, but yeah, I'm hoping to get some stuff going on after I finish making the music I want to yeah. make. Yeah, man, you should really like uh, 
check in and see if there's like any storytelling events in Kentucky because I did not know there was such a like not many people know there were storytelling events in Nashville. Like I didn't really know that until I was like searching one day. And I was like 10 by 9 Nashville and I was like man do I need to sign up like how do I sign up is there like a fee but you know it's free to sign up (laughs) I'm definitely gonna have to look into that but I know everything that like that type of stuff will be in like Louisville and like Lexington and stuff because yeah those are the big cities yeah I know 10 by 9 like they not only do Nashville they do there's like other cities they do ten by nine in. I don't think they do ten by nine in Kentucky. They might, but I know they do one. I actually forgot where they do it. I want to say they do one in Chicago because it originated in uh, Belfast, Ireland. Believe it or not, which is pretty fucking cool because I'm part Irish. <laughs> but Same. yeah, it's just cool that. There's just so many storytelling events, and I tell people, yeah, I do story shows, and they're like, oh, I didn't know that that's such a thing. You know, it's like, yeah. How I felt, I was kind of like, I've never heard of story shows. When I think of shows, you know, I think of like, you know, bands and stuff like that and music. So when you told me about the story shows, I was like, that's cool. And of course, comedy shows and stuff like that. But I never really heard of like an actual story show until we were talking about it. But I wasn't going to be like, I don't yeah. know what the hell that was. But I actually looked into it a little bit, but I haven't actually looked for like anything around here because I never felt like, you know, I wouldn't be good at it. But now that you say that, I think I could be like yeah. okay at it. It just kind of depends. Yes. What I really want to do, though, is music gigs. Right. But... Like, I wanted to do music gigs, but it's like, man, that's hard to get into because, you know, with me, it's hard for me to find. I mean, I got people to do music with now, but it's like, you know, it, at the time, it was just so hard because, and plus, everyone's schedule's different, too. Like, the friends yeah, I hang true. out with, they're older, they got, you know, families and... <laughs> kids and whatnot yeah it's like they work different shifts and so it's like really hard to get together and work on something but for me i don't even know man it just like it it honestly hurt me of course it hurt me because it was something i was very passionate for like i didn't actually start fully playing my bass guitar until I joined yeah. the band, I joined in here, here in Kentucky. Like, I, of course, I played it every now and then, and a little bit, and a little bit there and there. And I used to play when I was younger, but like, as soon as I joined them, it was just like, wow, I'm. I was really happy, and everything was going good. I was playing bass every single day. Like, I was learning new songs every like three hours. And stuff like that. And then it was just like an argument started. And then the band kind of, well, it wasn't an argument between us. It was just he asked me a question about the person he was with. I told him the truth because I'm not a liar. If I see something, I'll tell you. 
it wasn't me trying to like ruin the relationship. It was just a question yeah. being asked. And I'm gonna answer, you know. I told him I was just like, oh, she's not doing nothing. And then it like she attacked me like right. I was a bad person, like hundred percent. And then like after that, I haven't really hung out with him. And when I texted him, I was like, so like, am I even in the band anymore? And he was just like, dude, there is no band, honestly. And I felt like that. Anyways. I felt like that too because it's kind of like we all kind of stopped, but I think they're still making music. They just yeah. took me out of it, even though I didn't really right. do anything. But yeah, that it really hurt when that happened. It just because it was a surprise. I wasn't ready for. I don't think anybody is ready to get kicked out of the band, basically. Yeah. But it just kind of happened, and I was just like, damn. I don't know how I didn't. I had like no feelings for like a week. Not bad. And then I was like, fuck it. I'll just do my yeah, own stuff. Like, that's pretty fucked up what they did. But like, you know, I was like wanting to do music, but it was like so hard to find people. And it's like, oh, you got to do a band. But it's like, man, every time I do a band, it never fucking works out. So it, I just do my own thing and just find people, not really being a band with them, but like I'll do music with them. You know, and I'll work with other people as well to do music with because I just feel like that's just an easier way because everyone's got their own schedule and whatnot. And plus, too, it's like you never want to, like, give up on your dreams. Like, I hope one day I can get one of my songs out there. But, like, also, too, it's like I also, like, expand. Like, I also like to expand my you know, passions because I like to write and it's like, I enjoy writing song lyrics, but you know, at the same time, it's like, I'm a damn good writer when it comes to stories. So like I decided to find, all right, it's going to be impossible for me right now. I mean, to do music gigs. So it's like, why not I do storytelling and, you know, I found some and, you know, here I am you know, before this pandemic happened, you know, doing all these story shows, you know, and it's like, you never know who will be popping up at these shows. Like I remember a couple months back at Douglas corner cafe, the dude that went on before me was the guy that wrote the story of Jack Daniels on the Jack Daniel bottles he was there and like he may not be that much of a famous person but you know that's pretty fucking cool to meet someone like that and it's like nashville is a very big area that people explore and visit and it's like you never know who's gonna be there right it's music city so you really never know because that i mean it's a really beautiful city and everything it's a great place and it's not really that bad in crime honestly yeah. and it's just a it's a very historic place for the oh music yeah business. totally but yeah it's like with storytelling so it's like you never know like i can get you know a store like one of my stories out there one day like 
it to a book. Yeah, that would be great. You know, and make millions off that. Like, I mean, speaking of which, I'm actually in the process of writing a book. Oh, right that's now. awesome! What's it about? It's um, it's kind of like you know, like Stephen yeah. King and stuff like that. It's kind of like that. It's um. Oh, what is the name? I haven't wrote it. I haven't been writing it a, a, for a while now because I've been like, right. really busy and really been in my feels and stuff because of everything yeah. going on and, you know, not really having a band anymore. It's kind of like really hard right. for me. But like when I write, it's called, um, it's like Town of Killers or something like that. I don't think that's the name. It's something else, I'm for sure. But I'm going to call it that for right now. But it's a book about, like, this guy that can't find a story to write. So he goes to visit this town. And when he goes to visit the town, it comes to find out that there's this cult that's, like, a bunch of, like, serial killers that are well-known, but only are now in this Mm. one area. And it's, like, they start to, like, disappear one by one. So they end up asking for help and stuff from the guy that's trying to get the report and stuff from them. Man, that's really cool. And... Man, I don't know. Like, I think you might have, you might have told me you were doing this story, or I may have just had another friend that was actually writing a story himself, and it was pretty similar to what you just told me. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I honestly don't remember if I told you. All I remember is the yeah. concert. That's and the and us talking with the people before yeah. that we never yeah, saw I again. Think- I swear to God, like, I don't think it was you, but I swear to God, like, I have another friend that was telling me that he was writing a story himself and that it was similar to what you just told me. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, the similar. I got. It was, like, similar to what you just told me. But. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I don't even know. I got the idea from a little creepy short yeah. story I read. It was a short story, but I wanted to, I had an idea for it and I wanted to expand right. off it. And I did. I think I'm actually on like chapter 20 right now of the yeah. book. So if I'm lucky, it will get published and that would be amazing. Man. That would be amazing. So, that's something I'm, like, speaking of story-wise, that's something that I th- I just thought of. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Wow. I think it would be really cool. Yeah, I think it would be really cool to see something that you talk about be put into a book, too. Yeah, you never know there's, like, a lot. Like, I definitely want to have that story about Sierra and Wayne one day be out the public because, you know, you know, not just exposed, but like, you know, I just think it's a story that people can, because like, I don't think anyone could not necessarily relate, but like, I don't think anyone has ever been in a situation like I was in that sense. I think it would be a like a learning experience yeah. to read it. 
to not like if you're in the toxic area, yeah, leave. Just get like don't stick there because if when you stick there, like if you would have stuck there, I don't know if I would be. Yeah, I would right just like, like you said. I wouldn't necessarily like. Like I probably would have gone to jail, <laughs> you know, or like you know, <laughs> I know something bad would have happened to me. I know that for a fact. Yeah, but so it's kind of like if other people get to it and read it, they'll learn. It's like a psychological yeah. thing. It's like, oh, it's going to help you stay away from what you what humans should right. stay away from. Because, and plus, it would also help people realize how they act. Yeah. Because I mean, people that act like that just they ruin the fun. If you're having fun, they will ruin the fun and stuff like that. And it's just not a good thing to be around. Right. And it can corrupt you really bad if you stick around too long. Yeah. Most definitely. So that would be a... I know I would read oh, that. Yeah, totally. That came out. Because you didn't know. Because, like, you went to high school with them. I was graduated, you know, yeah. long before they even went to high school, but... Or went there anyway, but... Yeah. I just know... um I kind of forgot what I was going to say. I think even me reading that would be kind of like learning something. Because that's... And the the funny thing about that is it's kind of like if I was to read something about that, like in a book or something, I'd be like, you know, the crazy part is I knew a lot about this already. But like, there's like so much details. Like, I don't think... Like, there'll be still some things, like, you didn't even know <laughs> happened. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm 100% sure that there will yeah. be a lot of things I didn't know. But I know, I know, like, a little bit. Yeah. I know a little bit. So, it's kind of like, if I was to look down, because I love reading. Right. Reading is one of my favorite things to do. If I was to look down and see that, I think that would be, that would be crazy for me, because it's like, oh. I knew some mm-hmm. of this. And then the rest would probably just be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Well, damn. <laughs> I would like to continue talking, but man, we've been going for like an hour and 21 minutes. <laughs> Doesn't even feel like that yeah, long, but damn. <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to get a little hungry. I need to cook something. But, and I enjoyed having yeah. you on here. Man, we should definitely do this again for sure. Um, for sure. You said you were going to start your own podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, who's ever watching this, y'all should come check out mine. And I'm hopefully, maybe next time you'll be on. Yeah, I'll podcast. be down to do that also. Uh, what's the name of your podcast so people can follow it? Uh, All right. Frog Dog, Frog Dog Productions. Productions. You know, go check it out whenever Damien over here 
uploads the first episode or I think I might do it tomorrow night. Honestly. Hell yeah. Cause it's cause actually doing this, because I wasn't for sure. I was kind of like, I don't know about this. I think I'm actually right. ready for this. And like it's funny because uh yesterday I did a podcast with uh two friends of mine, two ladies that I'm good friends with and you know, yeah. I know one of them wanted to do the podcast, but like the other one, like I wasn't for sure if she would be interested. But I was like, uh, you know what? I'll ask her if she wants to, you know, be a part of this podcast. And, you know, she was in it and, you know, she enjoyed it too. So it was like, sweet. Like I got more people I can do, have guests on here. And I feel like my shows are way better with guests, honestly, instead of me, you know, just talking by myself. But, not a lot of podcasts. Yeah, are, like honestly. it's better to have guests, but there are podcasts where someone you know talks all by themselves. But I think, yeah, it all depends on the subject yeah. too. But yeah, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, you man, you'll here. definitely be on here in the in the future, and I'll yeah, we'll talk more. <laughs> you know, after I end this, you know, it's just this is getting too long yeah. and <laughs> you know want to save data or not data but uh, gigabytes on my phone and I guess your phone's being blown up <laughs> it's not that my phone's being blown up it's that my phone doesn't uh, want to charge and so like 5%. oh shit oh it's at five percent yeah oh yeah it I like I've been trying super hard so uh, I'm sorry I'm if the, I mean I'm outside you probably heard raindrops and ambulances my dog coming out here through all this like that's every episode so yeah well well i hope you have a great rest of easter even though it's almost 10 o'clock where i'm at i don't know what time it is over in kentucky i think it's like an hour it's it's yeah Yeah, it's it's like 9 38 over here but all right, man. Hope you have a great night. I'll definitely hit you up. And yeah, be sure to check out the other episodes. You'll definitely like the Corona talk I had with Scumbag and the chat I had with Amber Alert and Gypsy Jess last night was pretty entertaining. We were just talking random shit the whole time. There wasn't really a subject we were talking about. <laughs> just, I mean, I was drunk. I mean, for God's sakes, I called. Yeah. Gypsy Jess eye candy when I'm not interested in her for the record. So, <laughs> in that way, but yeah, yeah, you charge your phone. phone. Yeah. yeah, I'll share this with you. And all right, man. I hope you enjoyed the episode, guys. Um, it was great talking with my friend Damien, or as he likes to go by, Frog Dog. It was just cool being able to catch up with him. You know, me and him, we live in different states right now. But, you know, he's cool as hell. I'm glad to have someone that's young and, you know, he's kind of like me in a way. You know, like, that's really cool. Like, I don't really get along with a lot of younger people, but, you know, he's good. So, and... You can check him out at 
his podcast that he'll have up and running. I already forgot the name of it, but <laughs> but yeah, I'll be sure to plug his podcast and plug anyone else's podcast that's been a guest on here. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode and yeah, be sure to check out all these other podcasts I will be plugging on here. So enjoy. And I'll see you soon.